and welcome to JNL Stadium Tour Unleashed. This is the week 11 recap. My name is Justin. And I'm Lucas. In this episode, we are going to cover our thoughts and we'll review uh, week 11 that is currently in the books. Uh, our first game is going to be the Bengals against the Ravens on Thursday night. Uh, pretty good game. Up until Joe Burrow got hurt, and then the Ravens pretty much took over from there. He's out for the year, so that's rough for the Bengals. Curious to see how this Browning dude will come in and play. He played really well. Eight for 14, 68 yards and a touchdown, not too bad. For just coming in without no, you know, any preparation or anything. Um, Ravens, they look good. They're a very solid, well-rounded team. Jackson really didn't have to do a lot of passing again this game. Gus pretty much worked his normal two touchdowns again. Odell is showing signs of his old self. Four catches, 116 yards. Doing very well. Yeah, I think it's so tough. How many injuries this year? Uh, I mean, I feel like we say this every year, but it just feels like it's so many more this year, especially at, you know, impact positions. Sucks to see. Um, Just as he was, you know, kind of getting healthy and back into – his form from what we thought. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's unfortunate. Hopefully healing goes well for him. Um, like you stated, Lamar didn't have to throw a whole lot. He did look pretty good as far as for what he had to do. Um, Odell, my note here is it's nice to see that he's been more involved lately. I yeah. kind of chuckled when he signed there because out of the list of teams that he was supposedly interested in, this one would have been one of the lower ones that I would have thought somebody would want to go just because of quarterback play, but nice to see him involved. Um, Yeah, Edwards made the most of his touches. I mean, he barely had any touches. Those, what, 12 carries, two catches. And 62 yards rushing for two touchdowns. So he made the most of that, um, which, I mean, he has the past quite a few weeks here now. Uh, it, it's tough, though. Yeah. Bengals losing Burrow, I think, you know, you kind of hate to say it, but I think that's probably going to put their chances of doing anything pretty low now. Uh, they... They were kind of clawing back, I thought, but I think I think now they're done. Unfortunately, no matter how well running does, once you get to the playoffs, it's a different story, and I don't know if they'll even make it. Yeah, it's a huge hit for them for sure. Joe, like you said, Joe Burrow's finally getting healthy, finally back to his old self, dominating, and sadly he got hurt and. But people were saying that he might have been hurt before the game, and they just took a risk, and there was something going on with his hand even before, but they didn't want to 
bring it up or whatever, I'm guessing due to them playing the Ravens, but yeah, how right. true is that? I don't know, but... <laughs> it's kind of curious because that, that could lead into some probably, you know, punishment from the league if that ends up being true. Right. And you don't want to do that. You don't want to risk your franchise quarterback like that, especially when you just signed them to a massive deal. It's like, why even risk it? I don't know. Like, I understand you want your wins. You want to play. I get it. But when he's a franchise quarterback, can't be doing that. Um, But also, this Bengals offense line did pretty good. Like, for having to go to Jake Browning after your massive quarterback goes down, yeah, there was five sacks, but Browning only missed six passes. So, like, they did enough to keep him on his feet going because I don't know how many they actually had on him. But I'm not sure on that either. He... He did pretty well. They did enough to keep him going. He even had 40 yards rushing. So he is mobile, which is good to see. Uh, but, yeah, just injuries are big. I think that's what made this a loss for the Bengals. And like you said, I just hope for a fast recovery. And I know he's out for the year, but hopefully next year he can come back and play well. Yeah. It uh, it's tough. It's nice to see uh, on a positive note, you know, the backup stepping in and doing what he did, like you were stating there. It doesn't always go that way. Uh, he he stepped in and you know for the most part played pretty well for not having any preparation. So that's a, a plus side. But I think that anytime you lose a starting quarterback, <laughs> you you kind of put your chances out the window, in my opinion. Uh, Every once in a while you get lucky, but it, it's it's a tough league, and I just I don't know. I we'll see, but I don't I don't you know think their rest of their season is going to go the way they had hoped. Right. It's tough. Um, for sure. On to a team that is looking up and up and up. <laughs> uh, the Browns against the Steelers. <clears throat> Matt, defensive game. <laughs> yeah. There's only two touchdowns, one on each side. Uh, this defense for the, the Steelers and Browns, they're both so fun to watch. Both teams had to strategize how to stop. Both edge rushers on both sides of the ball, both teams, and it was pretty much just a chess match the whole entire game. <laughs> uh, Jalen Warren, he could... If he keeps this pace up, he's going to knock Najee to the bench and get more carries than him. He had over 100 yards, almost 130 with the touchdown. His long run was very impressive. It was 74 yards. Did very well. Definitely making time for what he needs as a rookie. And, yeah, the Browns, the biggest thing I took out of them, other than their defense, because I've been hooting, hollering about them all year, but Darian Thomas Robinson, <clears throat> when he was on the sideline, when they kicked the winning field goal, 
he like busted out crying. I was like, dang, now that's a quarterback you want. A rookie coming in, playing against a hot team that's been very well, and he shows all these emotions like, hey, I got my first win. This team carried me. They helped me. Did what I had to do. He didn't have a touchdown through an interception. Like, it's just good to see. And then his teammates were there consoling him, be like, hey, good job doing your thing. And it was really awesome to see. And that, to me, was the biggest highlight of this whole game. We don't call it the defense, I guess. But Yeah, it it's tough. I mean, he came in it was earlier in the season he had played, and I think he didn't have much preparation either. He was just kind of thrown in. And yeah. everybody, throughout the preseason, he was lighting it up. And then when he got thrown in on regular season, he had a rough outing. And nobody wanted to see him again. I mean, he did. He had a tough time out here against this uh, Steelers defense, but that, that's a pretty good defense. So yeah, you got a lot of pressure coming at you. And uh, for the most part, though, as a rookie, I, I think he did, you know, pretty decent. It. Like I said, it's a lot to go after. You got so many good pass rush on that Steelers defense that you got to watch out for. And he didn't, you know, have huge stat day, but he didn't have an excessive amount of turnovers. The interception thrown, I'm not sure when that was, to be honest. I don't remember the interception. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, he – he didn't make major mistakes, and that's kind of what the Browns need because their defense is really good. Uh, I was yeah, kind of they're number one for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of surprised with the the running game for the Steelers, what they were able to do. Uh, most of that was the one run, which was a really good run. Um, yeah, and uh, and Warren, I mean. In my mind, he he's made that argument that he should be the the featured back. However, that probably won't happen because they usually like to give previous starters more than plenty chances, I guess. But right, and I have to correct the stat quick. He isn't. He's a second year player, not a rookie. Go Warren? Warren. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering on that. I, I was gonna <laughs> check that, but I started talking. I guess first. Um, right. Yeah. He. Uh, I mean, he, he's playing playing pretty well in the past few weeks. His name is mentioned quite a bit. Um, I part of this whole game, though, I think my favorite part was when Garrett picked up his, that helmet. And yeah. the offensive lineman walked over and was just like shaking his head. He's like, "No, no," and like took the helmet from him. <laughs> so funny! <laughs> oh my god, I... that was so awesome! <laughs> oh man! And as soon as I saw that video, I just I watched it probably a dozen times, just laughing every time. <laughs> so funny! Oh, that was so good! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Um. What so else? Big news know? about that. I was just going to say, one of those things you don't want to happen again, but it's funny that <laughs> it was made into light like that. 
Right. Yeah, you definitely don't want that to happen again. <laughs> yeah, that was comical. I loved that. That definitely was a huge highlight for sure. <laughs> um, so big news for both teams, I guess. Uh, good side, bad side. Uh, the good side, I guess, could be bad. The Browns signed Joe Flacco, get that veteran experience in there, see where that goes. Um, and then Matt Canada, the offense coordinator for the Steelers, got fired. So kind of curious to see how that, where that's going to run, what the offense is going to do from now. It's going to be interesting to see because they're still in the playoff hunt. They're still a very scary team because of their defense. So... We'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, that one doesn't really surprise me. When you guys fired, their offense hasn't been super explosive. It's just kind of strange in the middle of a season for a team that has a winning record to have that happen. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, but, I mean, their offense hasn't been super explosive. I think some of that has to do with their quarterback play. But Yeah. If they're going to stick with him, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe they'll find an offensive coordinator that can actually utilize him in, you know, an offensive scheme that works for him. Because this one clearly doesn't. No, definitely not. Man, Eldon Roberts had 15 tackles that game. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. There's Crazy how one person can just out-tackle, like, everyone. Like, everywhere. That's nine more tackles than the next person. Insane. Ball hawk is what that's called. Yeah. Alrighty. Next game, uh, the Raiders against the Dolphins. You can start this one. Well, this one, you've been kind of high on this Raiders defense for a little while now. Um, I've, I'm very impressed with the Raiders defense after this game. I honestly, I, I didn't know what to expect. Um, I know you've talked about them quite a bit, but I honestly thought this was going to be a higher scoring game for Miami and not a very close game for the Raiders. Uh, but that defense kept them in the game. Uh, it slowed down pretty much everybody but Tyreek. Uh, it, I don't know. It, it was just impressive. I, I honestly, I didn't expect it. <laughs> um, offensively for the Raiders, it was nice to see Adams finally get involved again. Uh, it's been quite a while since he found the end zone. And, uh, that shouldn't happen because in my mind, he's probably still one of the, you know, top three receivers as far as for what he can do in the league right now. Oh, absolutely. He hasn't been given the opportunity for whatever reason. They haven't forced it to him. And, I mean, Rogers did that for how long? <laughs> and that's what yeah. he showed he can handle it. So I was just kind of surprised that they haven't done that, but... Uh, but yeah, I, with how many weapons the Dolphins have, this Raiders defense is, that, that impressed me. I might be jumping yeah, I was, on the defensive bandwagon. 
And guess who led the team in tackles again? <laughs> yeah. Man, that boy's good. Yeah, I really like this defense. I'm with you. I was expecting a little bigger of a gap between the scores. <clears throat> but, yeah, this defense showed up. O'Connell played really well other than the interceptions. But a lot of that came down to trying to force it. Being a rookie, you're going to get those, especially against a good defense like this. Dolphins have Ramsey back. He had two interceptions. You have Xavier Howard there. Xavier, I mean, Howard there. You have Bradley Chubb all over the place. Like, this team has a lot of good weapons on defense. Um, so coming in, still almost thrown for 300 yards in the touchdown. Like you said, Adams finally finds the end zone. And to go off of what you were saying, when they did try to force it to him, Jimmy Grapple threw the ball 15 yards past him, so it, yeah. <laughs> it was really hard for him to catch the ball when yeah. Grapple was overthrown him by 15 yards. <laughs> like, yeah, it seems like the bad for the guy. So far overthrown or, you know, way out of bounds or super short. It's never a, a ball that is somewhat within range for him to actually try to go get. That's just frustrating. Yeah. Um, Josh Jacobs has been on the tear, but this Dolphins defense shut him down only 39 yards and only 12 yards receiving. And that hurt my fantasy really bad. But <laughs> yes, it was crazy. Nice. I was expecting, <laughs> I was expecting Josh to have a better game against this team, but clearly did not. I was very impressed with O'Connell. I know he had three interceptions I brought up earlier, but to still have that poise to try to make that last throw that got picked off just shows that he does have a lot of confidence in his arm and his wide receivers to try to make that play. And I thought that was very good to see. I think the Raiders are going to see that as a good thing as well. Hopefully they can bounce back and get at it. Um, yeah, that's what I got. I oh, and Tyreek Hill, of course, had a huge game. <laughs> <laughs> 150 yards and touchdown. I don't know how he touchdown. Like, he should have been tackled. <laughs> there was four or five people around him. How did he run through that and not get touched? Anyways. I don't know. So fast. That's all, <laughs> I think that's it. That's all I got. He was so fast. I don't remember oh. the interception that uh, Phillips had, but that one I don't need though. I don't, I don't remember what happened, but sometimes the interceptions like that they just happen. Um, and I'm sure you know you're playing from behind. You're you're going to be a little bit more throw happy, and and sometimes force it a little bit more. But I mean, if you're if you're behind. I get it. The interceptions do happen. And when you're playing a high-powered offense, so in that case, you either have to slow the game down and just run or try to keep up to them. And and (laughs) their run game was not working, so that relies on your quarterback then, which 
as a rookie. It's rough. I know there's the superstars out there, but it doesn't happen very often. You know, but the, I mean, the turnover was even. They both had three turnovers, so. Yeah. Kind of just the wash there, but. Yeah, no, it was, I was impressed. I, the Dolphins in my eyes are, are a much better team, but I'm impressed with the defense. Me too. Speaking of defenses, a good transition goes to the Bears and the Detroit Lions game. The Bears played a lot better than I was expecting. Justin Fields still didn't really do well, but he did enough to keep the game going. And passing-wise, running-wise, he tore it up. But passing-wise, he didn't do anything too extreme, but kept the team in the game a chance to win. Um, But Detroit's defense shut him down at the end. And my the, Alex Alonzo, again, led the team with tackles. He gets brought up every single week from my oldest son. He's like, who's the blonde guy? Who's the blonde guy with the long hair? <laughs> I'm like, that's that guy, Anazoli. <laughs> and he's like, he's everywhere. I'm like, yep, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Because I was showing him highlights and stuff because we didn't get the game. So I was showing him highlights and because, well, you know, he's a big football guy, so, and he loves the Bears, so we had to look over certain things, but Amar St. Brown, another big game. I really like him, but, yeah, DJ Moore, big game. This Lions team is very good, and Gibbs, I think, is a big part of that. <laughs> he is very explosive. And he keeps racking up those touchdowns and becoming a big part of the receiving core, which is nice to see. So it just makes this offense so much versatile when your running back is able to catch and yeah. make big plays off of that. We we say it every week that we'd like to see him more involved. But as the weeks go on and they keep winning, maybe it's good that they don't because he's going to be so fresh for the playoffs. Yeah. But, yeah, it he's, he's fun to watch. I just – I'd like to see more of him in the game. <laughs> I I think this I game was – a lot closer than it should have been. Uh, Lion with Goff turning it over four times or three times. Yeah, so that I mean kept the Bears in the game. The way that they're turning it over and still able to fight through that and get the win in a division game, in my opinion, shows signs of a really good team. Um, when when you're struggling, you can still pull it through at the end and win. And this this Lions team, I mean, I've talked about them for the past couple of years. And going into this season, I thought they were going to be the team to beat in the North just with how they played last year. If they could have just improved that defense slightly and 
and the defense is better. This team is scary. It is. I don't like it. <laughs> I like it, but I don't like it. Yeah, it seems like these battles between the same conference, or whatever you want to call that section, seems like it's always good, no matter what the teams are. They could be the top team against the bottom team, like this instance, and it's a five-point game. Yep. It's just, just crazy that it just brings that much more to the game when you're playing the teams that are in your conference like that. Yeah, I mean, you see them so often that you know their styles, their tendencies, and uh, I mean, it gives you the benefit on that. And the better teams don't always win in those. Sometimes, you know, sometimes the three and seven bears make a run for the seven and two lions. <laughs> right. It's insane to see, but that's why we love the game. Yeah. Because there's stuff exactly like this that happens. And yeah, the the sign of the, the real teams that are really good are the ones that are able to fight back from all of those issues and still put up the points to win the game. And you see it here and there. Um, there's a few teams we might talk about later that don't fit that, but they still have a good record. Right. But, but yeah, no, this, this Lions team, I think, is legit. I think uh, depending on who they match up against in the playoffs, they could have good chances to, to move on. There's a, there's a couple teams that I don't think match up very well, but this Lions team matches up very well against. But that will... We'll get to when playoff time, I guess. That could happen. Yep. I'm excited. No, I'm excited to watch these guys. It's a fun team. They got so many <laughs> playmakers, like you had mentioned. St. Brown, you got Gibbs, Montgomery even. And I'm not a huge fan of him. But yeah. he's he's putting up monster plays. And it's fun. It's a good one-two punch, that's for sure. It is. It works real well. Alrighty, next game. We got Jacksonville against Tennessee. I was expecting a little closer game, but I expected Jacksonville to win. And this is the offense I was expecting all year long. <laughs> and I was expecting Ridley to play like this all year. Well, not as many touchdowns this game, like to a game or anything, but I was expecting near 100 yards every game just bottling up all the passes and giving Lawrence the weapon that he needed. And you could tell on and off that wasn't the case, but there's seven and three. And this is the offense I was really excited to see. Uh, Levis played not too bad. Two touchdowns, no turnovers, only four incomplete passes. Their run game, once again, non-existent. They need to figure something out there. Because, like we've been saying, if you don't have a run game to back up a rookie, it's really hard to win. And that's why they're 3-7. and seven. Uh, Nice to see Hopkins hit the end zone again. But fumbles, you know, turnovers in general are hard to come back from, especially when you lose by three scores, and two of them, I'm pretty sure they 
scored off of both of the turnovers that happened. So it's like, if they can secure more of the ball, like another team that I surely will be talking about later, <laughs> um, it's so hard to win when you can't hold on to the ball. Yeah. My big thing from this game is the total plays, the difference between them, each team. So the, t- the Titans have 38 total plays. The Jags have 69. That's, yeah. That's just silly. Like, Titans weren't able to, to do anything offensively. Um, and it's, it's strange because, I mean, Levis didn't have a terrible game. He didn't throw much. Uh, Henry, I mean, that wasn't a terrible average. He usually is a little bit higher. They just, they couldn't get first downs apparently <laughs> at all. Um, I don't know. And I mean, the Jigs defense is good. They're not as good as they yeah. had been in the past, but they are still good. Um, I think my biggest thing for the Jigs that was nice to see is that Lawrence actually looked like he wanted to win a game. Sometimes, and so I think he's a really good player. I think he's, you know, he could be one of the top quarterbacks in the league. But sometimes it just doesn't seem like it matters to him. And he just kind of plays yeah. the game. Nonchalant. Yeah, he has no urgency. He just, he's out there. But then there's other times where he looks like he wants to win. And this was this game. And it's a different Lawrence. Uh, this is the Lawrence I want to see every week. Uh, making the plays, you know, extending the drives. He he didn't run too many times. What was it? Four times? Five rushes. Five for two touchdowns. Uh, but one of them was what was it? Yeah, it was a nine-yard run and a ten-yard run. I guess I think the one was a fifteen-yard run. But you know. Uh, anyways, I mean, using his legs a little bit to extend the play, it just. It's nice to see when yeah. it looks like he wants to play. And this, you know, when this when this team is playing like this, I think they can go out and beat almost any team. If yeah, especially when EPN really didn't do anything. He only had fifty-two yards. So yeah, I agree. Um, they. <laughs> They match up very well against a lot of teams. Yep. And just, just, just think if ETN played like his normal game, how bad this, this game would have been. There is games to stop. in the run though. Yeah, defense for sure. They have a very good front four and linebacking core. Great. There wasn't even many sacks this game either, so. No, it just, <laughs> it's a strange game. I don't, I didn't watch this, but I went back and watched a bunch of replays and stuff and, and highlights and stuff. I had a couple other games on, and this one wasn't one of the ones that was in the four-game set that I could mm-hmm. watch. I wish you could just, like, pick what games and make your own four-game window. Yeah, that would be cool. But unfortunately, it doesn't have that. It just lists a handful of probably popular games. 
or high expected watch game. But right. Yeah, I'm guessing because Texans. I mean, the Titans are playing like they are. It's not a very anticipated game. Yeah, I think honestly, I think any game that the Jags are into are kind of on the lower end for whatever reason. The, yeah. Uh, TV wise, it, it they don't. Neither of these two teams are are high up there in the TV ratings. In my, if I remember correctly from seeing that list, what a month or two ago. That seems about right. Alrighty. Next game, we have the Packers-Chargers. I'll let you start this one. So the Packers-Chargers game. Um, Herbert leading the team in rushing is a sign of a losing situation. Uh, he had eight rushes, 73 yards. And you got Eckler, Kelly, uh, you hate to see a quarterback leading a team in rushing. <laughs> I've said this for a few yeah. weeks now. Um, and for whatever reason, there are a few quarterbacks that, that can lead the game in rushing and have a positive outcome, but not always. And this is one that if he's having to scramble and, and make plays running, there's an issue because he's got, I mean, he's a good quarterback. He's got a good arm. He's got a lot of weapons. He shouldn't have to do that. Um, for whatever reason, after this game, there was a lot of people that were calling for Staley's job. I I think it's kind of silly at this point to do that, just because, I mean, the, the team is good. They've had a lot of bad luck this season, and they got a new offensive coordinator. All of that is tough in the first season with a new offensive coordinator. And going after the head coach is not the right move in my mind. Um, but somebody's probably going to end up being the fall guy, I suppose, for this team's lack of success this year. Um, however, I, I think they're a good team. They got, like I said, they got a lot of weapons. Herbert's good. He uh, has dealt with some hand injuries, I think it was, on his non-throwing yeah. hand this year, which does affect quarterback still. Oh, yeah, big time. So, it, like I said, it's just been a lot of bad luck for them. I did not expect the Packers to beat them. But, no, Love had a really good game this game. He looked pretty good. He had some bad throws that were there, but... Uh, the the good throws overshadowed the the bad ones that you know just ended up being incomplete that could have been picked off. But overall, I, Love played good. I I don't I'm not a big fan of him as a quarterback, but he played really well here. Yeah. Um. To go off of this daily thing, I think it's ridiculous. One hundred percent. Um. One, Williams got injured right away, yep. and he's out for the year. Big, big, massive hit. <laughs> like, teams have troubles coming back from your second-best playmaker out for the year. That's a he- For any team, that's hard. 
Um, <clears throat> they had a chance to win the game, but Johnston, the rookie, missed a wide, wide open touchdown. So, like, you can't blame that on the coach. I don't like it. Uh, but again, I guess you had to put the blame somewhere, and it sucks that I always got to go to the head coach. But why is it the head coach? Why not put it on the offense coordinator or the defense coordinator? Because they're not stopping anyone either. So they're losing. So how it just, it's weird how things trickle down in situations like this. But yeah, uh, love big game. Was not expecting it with how good this Chargers defense is. But the, their team, their rookie stepped up, played really well. Uh, Wicks had three catches, 91 yards, led the team. And then you had Jaden Reed leading the team, getting the touchdown. Like when you have players stepping up in big games, like this, when it's close, that close, all throughout the game, it gives you that confidence, like, okay, all right, yeah, I can win this game. Um, Musgrave, though, they lost him probably for a while. He has a lacerated kidney. I'm guessing that's not a good thing. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. <laughs> so, he's out, I'm guessing, for a while now. I don't know who their backup tight end is. But that's going to be a big one. Dobbs found the end zone again. Seems like he's the main guy for Jordan Love. But what do you even get and, a lacerated kidney? <laughs> How does that even happen? I was wondering the same thing. Uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, th- there's so much you can say about this guy. Yeah. Consistent. Day in and day out, he's not talked about enough in the best wide receiver conversation, in my opinion. But he puts up numbers every single year. So good. Yeah. So talented. Especially being, other than Eckler, he's the only one on that offense that can make huge plays. When the rookie that should be making big plays keeps dropping the ball. <laughs> like, it's just insane what he can do in every game without getting the recognition that he should be getting. Yeah, it's unfortunate because every year, too, we're like, oh, it's going to be a healthy Williams and Allen this year. And then one of them gets hurt, it seems. I, I just want to see a full mm-hmm. season of them, too. Yeah. It would be good to see because he's already has he already has over a thousand yards yeah. and seven touchdowns. Like every year is just a constant amazement for me on how good this guy can be, and he doesn't get talked about near as much as he should. I remember a couple of years ago, the first game of the season, it was like by half. He had like twenty. Or he had, uh, what was it, 15 catches or something like that? And over 100 yards and a touchdown. And then he gets hurt. Yeah. And something like that. He had like 38 or 40 points in fantasy. And then he gets hurt. And you're just like, really? Like, such a 
unfortunate situation for him. And it just it seems like that's always for this offense how it goes. They always end up yeah, with like an unfortunate said, injury right at the beginning of the year. Yep. If it's not one, it's the other. Yeah. But yeah, I, I just don't like the idea of calling for Staley's job at this point. Wait, it, it doesn't. No. And a lot of the games they're losing aren't like huge blowouts either. Like they're yeah. there. Yeah. And if like one the... play would turn out a different game or a different way, like it'd be so different. Yeah. Well, they they lost to the Chiefs by what over two scores there. Other than that, every game has been close, <laughs> or they've won by a fair bit. But, yeah, it's just, it's strange to me. They just have had such bad luck, and you hate to see them calling for for that. Yeah. Well, let's see. They lost to the Dolphins by two, Titans by three, Cowboys by three. Yeah, the Chiefs by 14, but that's not really a lot. No. Lions by three, and now the Packers by three. Like... Yeah, and then they beat the Jets by quite a bit. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. I don't like it. The Jets, right? Yeah, Jets, 27-6. Yeah, it's just strange. I don't know. Just things like that just kind of bother me. I, I don't like, you know, blaming a coach, blaming refs. Like, coaches have a big impact, yes. But on a season like this with, all this strange, you know, just bad luck happening. Yeah. You really want to hire a coach over bad luck? Yeah. Alrighty, that's all I got. Alright, so yeah, we'll move on to the next game here. We got the Cardinals-Texans. In this game, so Stroud had some interceptions. Uh, he didn't play terrible. So, I mean, the interceptions come against him, of course. But he didn't have a bad game. It, it still was a, a good game. They pick up the win. This Cardinals team is a little bit different when they have Mur- uh, Murray in. But I still, I mean, they don't have a lot there to compete. I think the Texans played down a little bit to them from what they did the week before. Uh, but they got the win. It is nice to see there are other people now mentioning Stroud, you know, as MVP candidate possibly, you know, at least in the talk somewhat, which is fun to see. Uh, Singletary, another big game. He can definitely make some plays there, which it helps Stroud even more. Uh, I do think the Texans probably could have got the win by a couple scores. Uh, there was a couple of the interceptions. One of them was in the end zone. I think the other one, or one of the other ones was within the red zone. Uh, but those are, it is what it is. Um, they happened. I do think, you know, Stroud will be fine. 
He's only thrown, what, five interceptions in the season or something like that. But nothing terrible for a rookie. I, I do have concerns and I'm very curious as to what's going to happen for this Cardinals team coming up at the end of the year. What the plan is there. Just, just so much uncertainty on that whole team. Yeah, um, I agree. But with the second pick, I think they have right now, they can pick up Marvin Harrison Jr., which could help this team out tremendously. Because I'm guessing a quarterback's going number one, whether it's Williams or May. You never know what they want to go by. Because both of them can run. Both of them can throw very well. Um, after watching Williams play the way he has been and his attitude and that, I'd go with May, but that's just me. But, yeah, this game, I was expecting a lot different. But like you said, this is a whole different team with Murray playing. He played well offensively, both passing and running because he is so agile. Touch on both sides. He had that interception. So it's just crazy to see how different teams can be by one player stepping in that quarterback role. And teams just play so much different, more confident. He's making people look really good. This McBride guy, like I think I said the last week or the week before, I've never heard of him. And he's putting up good numbers. And, yeah, it's just crazy to see this offense. And curious to see which way they go as well at the end of the year. Connor had a pretty good game. I like seeing him big. That's another feel-good story of a running back. There's a few of them in the NFL right now. I really like him. But, yeah, Texans offense, when you have a running back that can actually play, it helps out a lot. They didn't do anything in the second half, so give that big credit to the Cardinals' defense. Um, Tank Bell, another big game. Again, just crazy to see these young players playing so well. Stroud, big game. Like you said, three interceptions, but those will come. And Schultz finds Anzone again. Only two catches, though, so he is he's his safety blanket when he needs it. And you need that when you're a young quarterback especially when it comes down to the end zone. Blake Cashman had 19 tackles. Got to be close to one of the records out there. I think we talked about that before. But, yeah. Expecting something different, but the team that I thought was going to win won. And I'm very glad, like you said, that there are people talking. Stroud should be up there in the MVP talk. Guessing he won't get it because of record-wise, but he should be in the, at least the conversation. Yeah, I don't think he'll get it. I, my big thing is that he should be at least mentioned in that talk. I mean, there's a handful of people that should be mentioned over people that 
they're currently talking about, but Stroud should be one of them. Um, and just what he's done with what was expected with this team. It's pretty impressive. That Dalton Schultz touchdown, if the defender wouldn't have been so lazy, that would have been down at the one. He pretty much oh, just really? slid and crawled in as the defender like oh, tiptoes no. around him. I was like, why did you not touch him? <laughs> oh, what is happening? But yeah, that one, um, I mean, that was a good play. He had to go down a little bit to catch it, just where the throw was. But it, I mean, it saved him from probably getting hit pretty hard, lowering like he did. So. And it worked out. He got a touchdown out of it. <laughs> yeah. Fun to watch when teams can click like that, but it also makes it better when the defense likes to slack off a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, just, just luck goes your way sometimes. Yeah, it's fun to see, you know, especially in these instances where it's teams that you didn't expect. Yeah, I definitely was not on this bandwagon when they stra- when they drafted Stroud, but I'm starting to like people and teams that I never ever expected, and <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, speaking of teams that I didn't like, uh, let's go to our next team huh? of the Cowboys and the Carolina <laughs> Panthers. I will let you. Start the How did I know we were going there? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I'm going to give props to the Panthers' defense for how they played in the pass protection. Um, they, they were able to slow down the receiving core that had been doing pretty good the past few games here. Um, you could You could see it slowed them down quite a bit. They had to take a lot of shorter throws, uh, quicker throws. Uh, just coverage wasn't there. Or the coverage was there. The the plays weren't there deep, so they had to take the short routes. And uh, the, there were a few that they could have taken, but then there was pressure, and Dak had to get out of the way and move. So it, it was hit or miss. It just didn't work out where it was available on the same play. So that was impressive from Carolina. Um, however, with that, Dak still had a really good game on the advanced metric, the stats there. Even though everybody's saying, you know, why should he be in the MVP talks with when he passes for 189 yards? Uh, we'll discuss this later again, I'm sure. Anyways. Yep. Um, the the team won. He had two touchdowns. There was a, a bunch of passes that were dropped. Um, it, it all goes in there. Bad luck. Whatever you want to say it is, it happens. Um, on the other side of the ball, Bland is so much fun to watch. <laughs> He has more touchdown receptions than a lot of receivers that are big-named receivers, which is insane. Um, 
to get what fourth this season, and it's only yeah, little over halfway. So there might be a couple more. Hopefully, we'll see. Tied the record, I think it was. Um, but it it you know makes it exciting for next year having him and Diggs. Hopefully, Diggs can come back and play the way that he was on the outsides. Um, and that, you know, it's exciting. When Diggs went down, you didn't expect they would have this corner success that they have right now. And Bland has played amazing. Uh, the defense still hasn't given up or hasn't allowed a 100-yard rusher or a 100-yard receiver yet this season, which is pretty surprising. Dang, that's the big dude. <laughs> What's that? I said that's big. That's yeah. That's in like, the <laughs> at that's this big. point of the season, like that's kind of crazy that they haven't allowed either one. Especially but, with three losses, it's like <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they they're playing good. It's nice. Hopefully, they can continue it here. They got a little bit of a rough stretch coming up, but. Fun game. Yeah, um, I have to agree with you. With this Panthers defense, they actually played pretty well. If you look at the stats that are on the board, Prescott's been averaging almost 300 yards, if not over, every single game. And if you average it out anyway, it's roughly around that. And this defense shut that down. He did have the two touchdowns, yes, but yards-wise, did their thing. Wham only had 38 yards. He's been averaging 100 and, what, 125, 150 or whatever it's been. Just outstanding and shut him down, literally shut him down. He had the touchdown, but in my eyes, that shutting a top-tier wide receiver down. <laughs> and that's a bright spot. I know there's not much bright spots for this Carolina team right now, but when you're 1-9, you got to take those little victories, in my opinion. But that's probably why I'm not a coach anywhere, because I do go off a little victories. <laughs> but... uh Thielen... Everyone kept saying that he's slowing down. He's getting old. He's not top tier. He's not nothing. But he's up there with yards, receptions, with all the big-name players as well. I like to see him continuing putting up numbers that he has been. Sucks that he's on a team that's not winning, even though he wanted to go to the Panthers because he thought they could be a Super Bowl contender. And, well... That's not even close to the truth. <laughs> um, but yeah, so much props to this Dallas team. Like you said, Bland, big, big playmaker, all over the place. Like you said, four touchdowns. I think you are correct with that. He's going to be a big name for a very long time. I have a feeling. Pollard, another big game. I wish they would have had 
Waddle play more than he did when they're winning as much as they're winning. Um, hey, he got hurt. My, oh, did he? That would make sense then. Yeah. I really like him. <laughs> Ankle or something, I think it was. A knee. Oh, okay. It wasn't major, but they didn't. It didn't need him, so. Um, Mike Parsons, two and a half sets. I could talk about that guy all day. <laughs> he is so good. He is a top tier defensive player. Just insane how good he is. Yeah, that's all I got. I could keep hooting and hollering, but this podcast will go a long ways. <laughs> they were talking about it during the game because he was on the sidelines throwing up. Uh, oh, he had right after the right before the game started, he had taken some sort of like energy. Drink oh yeah, free workout. Yeah, free work. Yeah, there you go. And uh, he said that it it made him sick beyond belief, and he was never going to do that ever again. Yeah, you don't want to dry powder and work out. Like, being able to do what he did, even being, you know, sick like that, throwing up upset stomachs and stuff, it's tough to keep going. Yeah, yeah. He he was putting lots of pressure. I think he he had, what, two and a half sacks? Yeah. Two sacks? Yeah. Um, but either way, I mean, he was he was there a lot. Yeah, you don't do that. We had a kid in high school that took caffeine pills. Ooh, and uh, yeah. first play or second, first or second play of the game, he had ended up getting a concussion and was out for like three weeks because of him. Like he was just all amped up and. I said that the caffeine buzz can lead to some sort of something with concussions. Yeah, I believe it. You're not supposed to actually take them if you're playing sports. No, I believe that, but coming from a guy that took pre-workout a lot when I was training way back in the day, you don't want to dry powder that stuff. That hits (laughs) you so quick. Yeah. It is so well, and it's so nasty too. Like that dry powder going down. Mm-mm, no, thank you. Yeah, just shows you how much of a beast he actually is. Blah. Yeah, he's growing up on the sideline, and he still <laughs> like first drive or whatever, second drive maybe it was. He got in there so quick, and hit young, and it was yeah. impressive. So. He's good. Speaking What's of the- impressive. This next game, I was very impressed by this young quarterback. Uh, the Giants against the Commanders. Tommy DeVito played very, very well. Uh, 246 yards, three touchdowns, only eight incompletions, which is awesome, especially for someone that has been playing bad because of the way his team is. And he did all that and got the team to win, and he got sacked nine different times. 
So you're still able to put pressure on him, and he's still throwing laces like he did. The one to Barkley was insane. The touchdown? Yeah. Yeah. And just absolutely awesome. I think that's sweet. What a game. Barkley looking like him old, old self, running, receiving, absolutely awesome. Uh, Slayton finally, finally in the end zone. I was not expecting them to win this game, but it is definitely cool to see them playing well, especially under a young quarterback that I had no idea, never even heard of him until this year. So <laughs> good to see. Um, Robinson, big game, both receiving, rushing. Again, really crazy that your wide receiver, your running back is leading your team again in receiving. Not a good sign. McLaren has been pretty much obsolete all year. Few games here and there, but nothing like he was last year. And that's so hard on a young quarterback. You need the quarterback to be able to do that. They had three turnovers. That never helps. It's just all around rough game for the commanders. They actually had six turnovers. They had three fumbles lost too. Oh yeah, so six. Yeah, three interceptions, three fumbles. Like, yeah, can't do that. No, they they, uh, they had no chance to win that game with that many turnovers. But I I want to bring this up first. You got to settle down with those segues. People are going to be recruiting you. They're gonna what? They're gonna be recruiting you for their podcast. With all these segues <laughs> that you have. <laughs> uh, that mob just nice. <laughs> <laughs> they were working pretty good this time. Yes, it's uh-huh. pretty smooth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, six turnovers. Like you can't expect to even be in, you know, in the running to have a chance at winning the game, and they're only down by twelve points. That's Ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I hope that they pay this quarterback because they need a, a top-tier quarterback that's paid in this Giants team, Tommy DeVito. Whoever he is, they should pay him. Get rid of Danny Dimes. Yeah, they paid him way too much. Sorry, Danny, I know you're hurt. but um, No, take one. He had a huge day. Uh, just carried most of the load for this offense. He had those two touchdown catches, the rushing game. I I didn't expect this from them. It was nice to see, uh, but yeah, I didn't expect it. I think if the game was played again, it wouldn't happen this way. But no, definitely not. They played already, didn't they? Yeah. Well, Giants beat them back then, too. They beat them both, both times teams. this year. Crazy. I just think the Commanders are just a better team, but this is that case that I brought up earlier. When you're in the yeah. same division, yep. <laughs> the game is a whole different ballgame. We'll discuss it later for for me this week or tomorrow. But No, yeah. Yeah. Three games tomorrow. Yeah, let me get a game Friday too. That's 
Yeah, first yeah. one ever. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't expect this. Um, I think the Commanders have the better roster. But, I mean, Giants aren't far off from the same roster talents, I guess. Both right. of them kind of hit or miss. But it's strange, too, like you said, uh, with McLaurin, that he's not getting the yards like he has prior with worse caliber quarterbacks. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. But it's insane to me. And the big acquisition they got with Simmons, he really hasn't showed a lot this year. And I remember bringing that up, I think, right away at the beginning of the year. I thought that that was going to help a lot. He did have an interception for a touchdown this game. So I should pr- probably bring that up because I I really like Isaiah Simmons. I've got them from the Cardinals. For nothing, really. For nothing. And he was such a big, big get during the uh, draft. I remember talking about that during the draft, and I was shocked he went to the Cardinals, and they gave like you said, pretty much nothing to get rid of them, and it's just weird to me. But a good trend. Hopefully they can keep pushing forward, and it'd be nice to see this DeVito guy keep playing well. Yeah, I mean, last week was kind of a tough week for him. And yep. He didn't play necessarily terrible either. So. Next game, 49ers and the Buccaneers. All I have to say is, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just crazy to see how a team can go from the bye week, before the bye week, losing three in a row, getting dominated, game each game. Except the Vikings won, but they still lost the freaking Vikings. And then you go to their bye week, and then they come back and just dominate. Is absolutely ridiculous to me. And Purdy looked really good. Threes across the board, 333 yards, three touchdowns. Brandon Ayuk had a huge, huge game. Uh, Caffrey finally hit the touchdown again. Let's see what he can do there. Uh, Kittle, big game again. He is an absolute star in my eyes. Just fun to watch. The energy he brings to this offense is insane. He's fun, so fun to watch. Other side, (laughs) not much going on. You got the two touchdowns, a late one. Rashad Rashad White had a decent game. Evans end zone again, but not very many yards. Just really hard <laughs> against this defense to put up the numbers that you normally do. But the biggest thing takeaway from this game to me is to I don't know how to say his name. Hafunga, 
I think he's out for the year. And that's a big loss for the 49ers defense. I'm sure someone will step in and play very well, but big, big loss. Yeah, that was ACL, wasn't it? Yeah. That's not a good sign when your safety is leading your team in tackles, as Antoine Winfield did. (laughs) All right. Yeah, my big thing from this game is just how impressive Curdy has been so far this season. Um, I kind of talk bad about him a little bit here and there. He makes some mistakes, but he's also – a very good quarterback. I I didn't think he was last year. I thought it was all, you know, just nobody had film on him, didn't know him, didn't know anything about his game, nothing. But you now this year, like you, you can actually watch the film on him and see how he progresses through his reads. And he's, I'm, I'm changing my opinion on him. <laughs> he, he's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, he still doesn't have the arm strength that you would like to see in my eyes as far as for <clears throat> a solid starting quarterback. But that's not needed here where this offense runs. And so I think it is kind of one of those perfect situations for him. Uh, I don't know of too many other teams that he could come in and, and be able to play the way that, that he is here, uh, just the way that they play. And everybody is so quick. And they got so many that are good at running routes that they're where they're supposed to be, when they're supposed to be, and he just throws it there. And I don't know. He had a perfect game this this week, and that's pretty crazy because this Buck defense is pretty decent. Uh, but I do think this 49ers team is back after the bye week now. Uh, I figured they just needed the bye week to get refreshed. You know, everybody back healthy, and they're playing again the way that we thought they were at the beginning of the season. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. I think that's what was <laughs> No. Yeah. Um, they are a, a matchup nightmare. Uh, they have so many playmakers on both sides of the ball. It's just, this game is scary when they're playing well. Neither one of the, this is one of the teams that, I don't know how the Lions would match up against them, but it'd be such yeah. a fun game, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, the Jurgen it's going to be, I'm sure it's going to be seen. Yeah. Because, yeah, I'm curious to see what that defense can, oh, if they can rattle pretty or not. or They don't play each other unless it's in the playoffs. Right. That's cool. Two teams that I think would be a fun game would be them and the Lions. I think that would be a really good one. I think the 49ers would win, but it would be fun. I'd, I'd do too. Too many playmakers. But I guess we'll have to see what the new defense looks like without Tua. So, or Hufunga, or however you want to say his name is. Yeah. So, yeah. So... I don't have much for the Buccaneers other than they have a decent defense. It's just this team has so many weapons, it's hard to contain them. Yep, I agree. Alrighty, next game is the Bills against the Jets game. 
And what a turnaround for the Bills. Uh, dominated every aspect of this game. Josh Allen had big game. Had his normal turnover that he does. Um, Cook looked good again. You need your running backs. Like, you need it. You need a running back. No matter which way we look at it. This is a pat. Pass happy league, I understand. But if you don't have a running back to be able to get the play actions off, things are not going to go well, in my opinion. Um, Brees got shut down again, other than receiving. Led the team, not a good sign. But Zach Wilson is trash, so I understand it. <laughs> and... There's not a lot going on in this game other than a complete domination by the Bills. And I'm thinking the Jets finally d- realized that Wilson is not the quarterback they were expecting coming out of the draft because he is benched and Boyle will be starting next week. Or, yeah, next week. So we'll see what happens there. <laughs> I think it was during the game. I don't remember if we were talking or if I sent you a message, but it, I was like, oh, Wilson got benched for a punter. Because Morstead had yeah. one for yeah. one for 18 yards. <laughs> it didn't happen yet, but he did get That's benched right. later in the game. <laughs> that was right. I remember that now. <laughs> yeah, um, the punter. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this was a much, much better showing uh, for the Bills this game. Um, and I, I think they played one of the better games that they have this season in this game here. I'd put this in probably the Dolphins game, I suppose, in about the same category. Um, either way, they played really good. Uh, the, that touchdown catch for Shakir. Yeah. What a play, huh? Was so nice. The throw, catch, the run, everything about it was good. <laughs> those are the plays that, I mean, Josh Allen can make those plays. He is definitely, I mean, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the league, that's for sure. He's just got some issues. Uh, again, he's got the turnover. It seems like it's every game. He has one, two. And, I mean, it's kind of one of those things you expect from him, yeah. I guess, at, at this point of his career. It's just you wish that he could, would clean that up a little bit. Just some of those silly mistakes, those silly throws that he tries to do. Um, but, no, the overall, the team looked good. I, I do wish that they would quit cutting to Hamlin when there are injuries. Why do you need to show him on national TV when there's an injury? Like we're all aware of his situation last last year, but I don't know. That that gets kind of frustrating. Um, I think benching Wilson was kind of needed probably a few weeks ago. I, I yeah. just curious if they waited too long. 
to to bench him for you know having somebody step in and maybe saving the season if Rodgers can actually come back. Uh, but sometimes you know that benching. I don't know if Boyle's going to be much better of an option, honestly. But sometimes just you know making that statement of you are not what we need for our offense, and you know the players then reacting and you know coming together with the next quarterback a little bit better. That does happen, uh, and I mean over the past. What, year, year and a half, or whatever, there's been times where Wilson has been out there as not a very good teammate. Some of the stuff that he said in press conferences, yeah, the way he's acted, some of that. So, I don't know. It, it could be, you know, maybe there'd be a benefit to it. Maybe the team will form around Boyle here, and they can get on a little streak, and Rodgers can come back, and we can see the team that we wanted to see. Yeah, I agree. Um, just so much just isn't working with this team under Wilson. Could it be the nonsense that he brings to the team? Just the talent. There's just so much. You have a player like Alan Lazard not catching any balls, not really doing anything all week. The other Garrett Wilson not getting anything like clearly there's something there that's not working and it takes you 10 weeks into the year no 11 weeks into the year to realize oh maybe we shouldn't do this it's just too long it needed to be done a lot earlier and they're just mind-boggling to me why it took so long uh Leonard Floyd had two and a half tack oh, two and a half sacks Big game for him. And Rasul Douglas had two interceptions. New acquisition, so that, that's got to feel good to be able to do that for your new team. Yep. But, yeah, just nothing really going on other than a spanking from the Bills. So, that's all I got. All I got here as well. Alrighty. Uh, next game is the Seahawks against the Rams. The only game we pick different. Yeah. And I won. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I went back and forth um, when, we, when I was picking it, and I didn't expect it to be this close, but. <laughs> no, me game. neither. Uh, first year Puka got hurt, didn't he? You know, I think there was something about that shoulder injury. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, that's a big – depends on how long he's out. Big loss, in my opinion. He led the team in receiving again. Cup must have got hurt again as well, if I read right in the news. Yeah, he's got um, injury. I know that one. So, a lot of people are going to have to step up their game to get this team winning again after a tight-fought win against the Seahawks, who are a good team, a lot of weapons, very good defense, one of the best safe rookie safeties out there, 
Um, Ian Weatherspoon played very well. Um, just crazy that it came down to the wire like it did, and the Rams coming back and scoring 10 points in the fourth quarter. They shut down Walker. Walker's been having a huge game, game in and game out lately, and they held him to 18 yards rushing and negative two yards receiving. So 16 total yards in general is awesome to see. Uh, DK Metcalf, big game. He is such a freak of nature. You don't see it very often when a wide receiver is as big as he is and as fast as he is. It's just insane. Um, and the last thing I got on this, they pretty sure is Daryl Henderson. They waived. So I think he's a free agent. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't see that one. But I think uh, Walker got hurt, didn't he? I did did he? Well, that would make sense why should... Yeah, that would make sense then. Why Zach got so many carries. Uh, injury. Yeah, it looks like an oblique injury. He's doubtful oh. for tomorrow. That's why. Karrion Williams is set to return, so they waived Daryl Henderson. It's interesting. I didn't see that one, but... I mean, it was kind of one of those that was, I think, was expected at some point, just based on, you know, not much <laughs> use. But <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I was kind of surprised. My big thing from this game is I figured it would be a higher scoring game. I didn't think either defense was going to be able to do a whole lot to stop the other team's offense. Um, and it was a complete opposite. That was a pretty low scoring game actually and um neither team I mean neither team really played very well offensively. A lot of missed chances that were there. Uh I think the Rams needed to win this one and they ended up getting it. So that's a plus for them. I don't think they have a shot really at making the playoffs, but, you know, maybe the Rams didn't necessarily need it, but more I was hoping that they would get it so Seattle would struggle a little bit more. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking playoffs standpoint. Yeah. This, but either way. Um, get you. And, I, you know, thinking Wednesday we start – at seven o'clock, six thirty, seven o'clock our time, I would know this, but the Rams three four hours ago signed Daryl Henderson to the practice squad. <laughs> oh, okay. So they waived him and then signed him again. Yeah, that um, I had saw something uh, earlier this week that that was expected to happen, so that makes sense now that he said that. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> All right. So we'll move on then to the next game. We got the Vikings and Broncos game. So I'll let you take over here. Uh, tale of two halves. The Vikings special. 
he, these guys don't know, I don't know, man, not good, we lost, not a game I was expecting, the thing, the biggest takeaway for me uh, out of this game, Josh Dobbs has been playing very good, he made some crazy throws, crazy plays, but he doesn't take the easy plays, there were so many times that he was sitting in the pocket and he waited and waited until it started collapsing so he could make a cool play happen. No one's open and he won't take the easy run. You can tell he has the ability to scramble, make plays. So why isn't he taking the easy ones is driving me absolutely nuts. Because he easily easily could have had more than 21 rushing yards because there were so many openings our line played very well but josh just waited way too long in the pocket wanted to make those crazy throws crazy plays because that's what he's been doing and i didn't like it do i think he should be the quarterback absolutely i think at right now he gives us the best chance of winning but when you can't hold on to the ball, it makes you lose <laughs> lose the game. I give all this blame to my coach because <clears throat> there is no reason that Alexander Madison should be out-touching Ty Chandler. He fumbles too often. We lose it too often when he does fumble. Josh Dobbs had three fumbles, but the first one, I don't blame him at all. Um, Kareem Jackson did a very dirty tackle, in my opinion. I think he should have led more with the shoulder than the helmet. But you still got to hold on to the ball. That was a very bad tackle. Um, got suspended for it for four games. And he just came off of suspension, so it's like... <laughs> That something's going on there that needs to be fixed with him. But our defense played very well. We held them to five field goals until the last minute. And the person that got the touchdown, Sutton, I should have known that. It's just so much bigger, stronger than Malik Blackman. I don't put that on Blackman. I put it on our offense. I put it on our coaches. And the game just made me mad. But I give credit to the Broncos. They did enough to stick around. Their kicker played, <laughs> won the game for them pretty much. <laughs> Lose us. Will Lutz, Lutz. Will Lutz pretty much won the game for him. Player of the game for sure. Um, if he would have missed one of them, they would have lost the game. Uh, Neil Hunter got another sack, tied for the lead with Miles Garrett. But for some odd reason, they're still not talking about him for Defensive Player of the Year. They have Miles Garrett and TJ Watt up there. 
But for some odd reason, the new Hunter is new talked about. I don't like it. I think it's annoying. But there's that. Uh, Wilson looked really good. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. This game just makes me so mad. We had the win, and we gave it up. And it makes me mad because it happens all the time. Yeah, this one was frustrating. <laughs> uh, I just want to point out that it's probably my fault. And so <laughs> I picked the Broncos defense as my defense to watch. The prior two weeks, I picked the Vikings offense as my offense to watch. If I would have just continued with that trend <laughs> and picked the Vikings offense, you probably would be happier and Minnesota Vikings fans in this area would be less angry yeah. in general. <laughs> uh, no, it, I didn't expect this. Um, the Broncos, they're on an interesting little streak here. Uh, they beat some good teams. And, I mean, they're 500. Uh, First couple of games of the season, we'd have laughed. We'd have said that they were at 500 someplace mid-season. I would not yeah. have believed you. Um, but here they are. I, I do want to point out a couple things. So a lot of social media I've seen, you know, people saying how terrible Dobbs is. The same people that complained about how bad Kirk is. And that they were excited to see, you know, a different quarterback run this offense. And now they're mad at Dobbs. That's that, what they do best. Yeah, it's so frustrating when fans do this. Dobbs, he makes mistakes. We all knew this when they got him that he does. Kirk makes mistakes, too. This offense is much better with Kirk. It is fun to see it with a mobile quarterback. <laughs> it's just... Why Why does it have to be so drastic? Why is, is it the worst thing ever? Going from the best thing ever. Like, it's just frustrating when they do that. Dubs, overall, I mean, he made some really good plays that Kirk never could have made in this game. That touchdown throw that he had, I, I don't think Kirk would walk ever again after trying to do that. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure how he successfully pulled that off and not fall over. Anyways, that that play was ridiculous. Um, it just it didn't work in their favor. Um, they they've had a turnover issue all year that just doesn't get cleaned up and Ultimately, that does fall on, you know, the players and the coaches. They should be addressing the turnovers in practice, whether they make them sleep with a ball at night and if they fumble, whatever you want to do. I don't care. That should be addressed somehow because there are a lot of turnovers, a lot of dropped balls, just a lot of everything for this Vikings team. They've had a lot of bad luck. Last year, they had a lot of good luck. Yeah. And it just... That's how it goes sometimes. It's the same as what the Chargers are dealing with right now. Both of these are good teams. Um, not, not the Broncos. 
I'm not sure what they are yet. <laughs> yeah. But the Vikings, they're a good team. They, they got a lot of weapons on offense. The defense is playing really good for what you expected out of them. If Kirk played this game, they probably would win. But you don't know. And that, I don't know. Everybody, <laughs> social media is just frustrating because everybody thinks that they're, you know, NFL coaches because they play Madden and stuff like that. Right. Um, it's any given Sunday, anybody can win. You never know. Uh, all I know right now for this team, the Broncos, they're on a streak. It's crazy what they're doing. You would have told me that they'd beat the Bills, the Chiefs. There's no way I'd believe you this season. Absolutely. Um, They're definitely the surprise team of the year. But, yeah, I don't know. Wilson, he played pretty good. I've, I've talked pretty bad about him most of last season and this season. Not that you guys can listen to last season, because that was just me complaining to myself. Now I get to <laughs> complain to all you guys. <laughs> right. Um, but, I mean, he he's actually played fairly decent in a few games this season, and this being one of them. And they're a surprising team. I mean, what we live for for this the sport, the surprises that show up mid-season. Do I think they're going to continue this? I don't. I don't think they're a team that's going to be in the playoffs. But it's fun. I mean, Denver fans are probably loving this right now. But there are a lot of teams that are better, more talent on them. So they just got lucky here, I think. And Vikings, for whatever reason, can't finish a game out. And when they do, it's a close game, and this year they're losing them. Yeah, and last year we were eleven and zero. Yep. Uh, just a flip of a coin this year, and it's rough to be a Vikings fan. Hopefully, they can get it together next week. We play the Bears, so I guess we'll see what happens. Last year, I um, argued with so many people at work about it because you know Vikings are the best thing ever. And I'm a Cowboys fan, and I have no opinion that's valid. But I'm like, <laughs> anything changes. You can't consistently win these close games the way that you no. are. No, <laughs> we can't. Like, it's, it's not possible. No team does it. Uh, and unfortunately, it's showing up here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of showing up, tail shift. Swift did not show up to the Kansas City Chiefs game, and no. they lost. That was about to be. Who would have seen that coming? I thought the Swifty was there, and she mm-hmm. was not. <clears throat> Which is why I picked the Chiefs. Uh, this game, I don't have a lot to say, other than I think there's a lot of propaganda going on. In the NFL, I think it's a lot of horse doo-doo that's going on in the NFL on certain situations, and I don't like it, but that's 
one thing I got to say about that. Um, game was a fun game to watch. Well, not really, but it was fun because it's football. Uh, I love watching Isaiah Pacheco run the ball. The guy runs so hard, means every run. You can tell he loves the game. And he is just so fun to watch. But this team cannot catch a break. There are so many drops. I think this is the most drops a wide receiver, wide receiver core for Mahomes has ever dropped in his career. And it leagues the team, the league by a long shot. <laughs> and you can't win games that way. And Valdez Gantley had the biggest drop out of the game, winning touchdown. I'll say it again and I always will say it because I know how it goes. If you have two hands on the ball, you got to come down with it, especially if no one's touching you. Um, don't get it. I don't like it. Jalen Hurts really didn't have a big game. He had the two tush push touches, which I think is still, I hate it. It's a four down every single down for these guys. If it's within a yard, they'll do the tush push. They'll get the first down. Um, Swift did have a good game. I like him. I Nothing against him. But just so much that I'm going to keep to myself. <laughs> That's all I got. So I'm going to touch a little bit here. Uh, the Chiefs wide receiving core is really bad. Uh, they're very nerve-wracking to watch. Any ball that's in the air, you're like, are, you, are they going to come down with it? What's going to happen? <laughs> you don't know. Um, the thing is, uh, Belvis Scantling, like, they have video of him missing these catches over and over in Green Bay. Yep. And, and still get paid. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just, it's strange that they expected anything different. Um, Eagles defense, they covered Kelsey really well. He he didn't do a whole lot. I mean, he had seven catches for 44 yards and a touchdown. That, in my eyes, is kind of shutting him down. He did have the touchdown, but still, that was pretty short yardage touchdown, and that yeah. was kind of a, a pick play that lots of people were upset about. Uh, but those happen. I mean, that's man-to-man. You see that. That's what happens. You have to play around it. Um, my, I'm going to probably sound like a typical Cowboys fan. Um, <laughs> anyways, for Sunday and most of Monday, everybody was talking about how you can have 180 yards and still expect to be in the talks for MVP because Micah Parsons said that Dak should be in the talks. Over and over, this was said that you can't expect to be in the MVP when you can't put up big numbers. After this game, Jalen Hurts, 179 yards total, two touchdowns, one interception. 
and everybody's saying that he should be the favorite to win now? Yeah. What is different from this game compared to that? Um, I understand Jalen has more touchdowns because of his rushing touchdowns. I get that. But still, he can't be in the talks because of a bad game. And it wasn't even a bad game. It was just a low yardage game. This was not a very good game from Jalen Hurts. And the Eagles still won with him having a fairly poor game. Anyways, the most valuable player apparently is probably going to be Jalen Hurts this year. Just based off of this game. (laughs) I don't know. It just gets kind of annoying, all that talk. Yep. And I, I, I don't know. Jalen Hurts is a good quarterback. He can make plays. He makes a lot of mistakes, too. So does Dak. So does Allen. Mahomes typically doesn't, but he has this year. I think that's yeah. mainly a lot to do with him not really trusting his receivers as much as he has in the past. Either way, I hate, absolutely hate, the NFL You know, hosts, the, the different shows that go on on TV that discuss the sport and are just doing it for clicks. Yeah, because it's not, it's not good. It's not accurate information. It's literally just there and targeting the teams that will generate the most clicks. Yep. And I was actually listening to a podcast today. This is about basketball, but they're like, the only time the NBA succeeds in rankings and sales and stuff like that is if LA, Chicago, or Boston are good. If those team, one of those three teams are not good, it's usually a very low thing for the NBA. I'm like, and they're like, look at all the stars. You look at all this and look at all that. If you don't, it's always been a superstar on one of those three teams every single time that they do good. I'm like, huh. I never really thought of it that way. And they always bring and, in other people too. That's what's frustrating about the NBA is they make super teams. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a whole conversation that I don't watch NBA as much as I used to because of that. Yeah, same here. And, uh, but the NFL, I wanted to stay away from this, but I think it's the same way in the NFL. If you don't have a certain talk, like you were saying, these broadcasts, it's every sport. They bring up certain teams, certain things to make everyone go crazy so they get the clicks, get the, all these conversations going, and that's what that's what they do. And it works every single time. And all I know is I'm sick of Philadelphia because, one, their coach is so freaking annoying. <laughs> it drives me absolutely nuts. 
I don't like it. He's melodramatic. He's just, no, off the wall. Um, if these two see each other again in the playoffs, they will be, the Eagles will lose. I don't think they're a better team than the Chiefs. They would have got blown out if their wide receivers could have caught the ball, but it didn't happen. They lost seven and three. I get it. And now I'm done with my rant. Yeah, it was frustrating. I mean, <laughs> I don't really necessarily have anything against the Eagles. I guess they're a division rival of mine. Um, my biggest thing is that a lot of their fans are pretty toxic, but any team is going to have those fans. I get that. There's plenty of them that are Cowboys fans that I can't stand. But <laughs> it's funny that you brought up the coach. Anytime I see him, oh, he's just got probably the most punchable face yep. in the world. <laughs> Not that I'm going to punch him because I, I don't care that much about it. But <laughs> you just anything he does, I'm just like, man, I wish he'd trip. <laughs> yep. Oh, I yeah. And he's probably—I mean, in person, he's probably a good guy. He probably does it all for show. I don't know, but if he is that way in person, I don't think he has many friends, unless he pays for everything because he's got money. You know, that's what a lot of people do. <laughs> that's, that's my take on that. But either way, <laughs> uh, Eagles won. Uh, did they deserve the win? Probably not, but they won. They had more points at the end of the game, so yes, I guess they did deserve the win. Uh, Alrighty, <laughs> next topic. <laughs> because I, yeah, a lot of rambling could go on about that. So, offensive player to watch. I mean, offensive player of the week. I have uh, Trevor Lawrence. That's a good pick. I actually have Brock Purdy. Uh, just 21-25, 333 yards, three touchdowns, perfect rating against a decent Bucks defense. Did you know he's the first quarterback since Joe Montana? I did, yeah. To have that, <laughs> which is crazy because they had Steve Young. Yep. After Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. Freaking crazy. That's a good pick. Very good pick. And then defense of player, who do you got? I actually have Jalen Ramsey. Um, just this was a close game. The defense needed to make a play, and he made. He has two interceptions in this game. Yeah, I have Ramsey as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the interception at the end of the game sealed it. Yep. Uh, like the NFL, um, Twitter says. New team, same Ramsey. Guy is really good. Uh, He makes this team's defense that much better. And, yeah, fun to watch. I I just want to point out that I still want him drafted over Zeke back in 2015, 2016, whatever it was. I I remember when you sent me the text. (laughs) Zeke? And I wasn't there yet. Oh, yeah. Because my TV yeah. is like three minutes behind <laughs> yours. And I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I have to watch this next three minutes of pure torture knowing they're picking Zeke. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> Zeke had a couple good years, but 
Jalen Ramsey. Like, really? You don't pass up Jalen oh, Ramsey no. for a first-round running back? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, our projections, since we went over week 10, you went 9-5 and five and I went 10-4. and four. You are at 93 and 55, and I'm at 90 and 58. I make up some ground here. I'm losing some. So I'm only three games behind. So we'll go to our next projections. Uh, big Thanksgiving games, three of them tomorrow. The first one is the Packers versus the Lions, and I got the Lions. Yeah, I got the Lions. I don't think even even really contemplate going the Packers against in this game. Yeah. The division game, but still. Yeah, Lions. I think the gap should be big enough. But again, the Bears, I thought there was going to be a bigger gap there too, but it was not. I didn't realize that uh, they're all division games. Yep. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, next one, Cowboys Commanders. I think this will be a blowout, and I got the Cowboys. See, I'm actually the opposite. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Cowboys are going to get it, but this game scares me. I hate division games, and I hate them against the Commanders. Yeah, especially on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> since, brought, since we talked about the, after the bye week that one time, I wonder what they are, because I always think that they're terrible on Thanksgiving, but I wonder what their overall record is <laughs> on Thanksgiving. I looked that up, too. Oh, I can't remember. I'll, we'll have to look at that. We'll have to bring that one up. Uh, next game, 49ers Seahawks. Uh, I'm going with the 49ers. I think they're just well-rounded, better, and they're a scary team. Yeah, I got 49ers as well. Um, then we have our first ever Black Friday game with the Dolphins and Jets. I think the Dolphins will win. Too much weapons. I love the Jets' defense, but they just don't have a quarterback that I think will be able to win the game for them. I agree. Dolphins. Uh, just to, to, for your reference, 33-22-1 and 22 and one in 56 games. Not too bad. Not too bad. That's what, 63% or something like that? Yeah. Okay. Somewhere in there. Yeah, somewhere in there. <laughs> uh, next game, Bucks against the Colts. I have the Bucks win in this game. This is the game. One of these games I went back and forth on was this one. Yeah. Um, I, I actually I picked the Colts on this one, mm-hmm. but I can see it going either way. <laughs> Mm. I just really went cold because you know with Shaq Leonard being released. Yeah, <laughs> the where that goes. Yeah, a lot of talk, a lot of talk going on. Yeah, all I know is the Eagles better not pick him up. Yeah, I'm sure that's where you go, <laughs> just because that's what seems yeah. to happen. They get every single person that's available. But um, I don't know. I heard Cowboys were there. I'm interested. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully it's anywhere with the Eagles, I guess. Yeah. That's what I say as well. They're becoming my New England Patriots <laughs> when Tom Brady was there, so. 
Uh, speaking of the Patriots, uh, Patriots Giants. I have the. I hate to say it. I. I'm going with the Patriots. I really want Devito to play well and beat these guys, but I just don't see it happening. <laughs> I couldn't either. No, I guess I'm going to go Giants. I I have the Giants written down after it, so I'm not I'm not sure. I, I could see it going either way. I don't really care on this game at all. But let's go Giants. I guess that's a fun story with the, the quarterback. Yeah. Oh, man. It's fun. Uh, Steelers, <laughs> Bengals. Um, I've got the Steelers. I don't think Browning will be able to put up enough, in my opinion, against this Steelers defense. Do I think they have a better team? Absolutely. But I just think this Steelers defense will get to him too much and win the game. Yeah, I can see this one going either way. Um, I'm not scared of the Steelers' offense. But the Steelers' defense, if they can get some pressure, I think they can make mistakes happen and capitalize on that. I as well have the Steelers. Next game is the Titans-Panthers. I picked the Titans just because the Panthers are not good. <laughs> I have the Titans That's as all well. I got. Yeah, I I picked the Titans. Just you, you don't know what you're getting with the Panthers. They have a chance to make plays, but I don't know. I think the Titans will take this one. They won't be very close either. Yeah. Uh the Jags Texans game. I have the Texans because I am scared to go against CJ Stroud. <laughs> That's my that's my line. I know. Now I have to steal it because he keeps freaking winning. I have the Texans because I can't go against Stroud. <laughs> and it'd be funny because when I the start of the year, all I was talking about was the Jags offense. Yeah. But CJ Stroud has wrapped me right there and I'm I'm for it. I am so for it. it. It's a fun ride. I Oh, not a big man. fan of Texans because a lot of their fans are not yeah. very fun to deal with as a Cowboys fan. Uh, right. So generally, I'm not a big fan of the Texans, but I am having fun with this team. Oh, like I said, this podcast has opened my eyes to a whole new thing, man, and I'm <laughs> liking it. Uh, Saints Falcons. This game honestly could go either way, but. I'm picking the Saints because the Falcons decided to go back to Ritter, and I don't like Ritter. I don't think he's good. Uh, he'll make them lose. I agree. I have the Saints, and same reason. It's like we know each other. <laughs> uh, next game is Rams-Cardinals. I have the Cardinals win this game. Uh, their team looks so different with 
Murray behind the center. And with the injuries that the Rams do have, I think the Cardinals will pull this one out. I have the Rams. Uh, I I don't know why. I guess I just I think that they have the better <laughs> roster. I think yeah. it wasn't Stafford was playing, right? You yeah, made me Stafford. question everything about my entire life right now because of what you just did. <laughs> you gotta throw those curveballs in there, man. <laughs> yeah, Stafford's playing. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Rams. Uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe it was last week I said I didn't care if he was playing or not I'd go against him yep. that's what you said uh, <laughs> the next game is uh, Browns-Broncos uh, I have to go with my Browns their defense is just so good and I hope this good field story with their rookie quarterback hopefully he can keep going he Finally got to see that his team will be there for him in the downs and the ups, even winning and showing emotion, showing that he cares. And I'm hoping that will get this offense going as well. Yeah, I got the Browns. I just, I mean, the Broncos are on a good little streak here, but it's got to end, right, at some point? So why not here? I hope so. I don't know. <laughs> So, never thought I'd say that either, but here we are. Next game, this one's a hard one. If the Bills of this last week show up, I could see them winning. But you never know where you're going to get, and I think there's a nonsense with the Eagles going on, so I have to go with the Eagles. Yeah, I have the Eagles. But I'm going to put quotations here around that Josh Allen owes his fans this win. Yeah, right? He does. He 100% does. So I have been battling for this next game here. (laughs) I was wondering about this one. And battling and battling and battling. And I'm a huge... Well, you know how much I love the Raiders' defense. And I think this week I am going to go with the Raiders. Okay. I was wondering what you were going to do here. I was looking at this game yesterday, and I was kind of chuckling about it. Um, I'm going to go to the Chiefs. The only issue I see is if the receivers play the way that they did mm-hmm. against the uh, Eagles. I could see the Raiders winning, but the Chiefs should win. I trust Mahomes more than most quarterbacks in the league. So I trust him more than every single quarterback in the league. Well, probably, <laughs> but I don't want to say that. Right. <laughs> uh, next game, Sunday night football. We got the Ravens Chargers. This honestly could go either way, too, just because of the weapons that the Chargers have. But I got the Ravens. I have the Ravens as well. Uh, I just – the Chargers' luck this year is pretty bad, and Ravens 
are playing pretty well, so I could see it going either way, like you said, but I'm going to go Ravens, but don't be shocked if Chargers put up a pretty good fight. Yeah. Uh, I don't even want to vote this game <laughs> because it seems like every time I say the Vikings, they're going to lose, but Monday Night Football, Bears against Vikings, NFC North game, and I got the Vikings winning. Yeah, I got the Vikings as well. I think it could be a tough game just because it's a division game. And, I mean, Fields isn't great, but he has a different aspect to the game than a lot of other quarterbacks. So I think it'll give him a little bit of a run, but I, I'm going to vote Vikings, I guess. I got the score of 24-21. Oh, yeah. I got 17-14. Okay. And then uh, we'll start with the defense to watch. Who do you got? I have the Jets defense. It's going to be a tough matchup for them. I'm interested to see what they can do. I like that. Coming off of the rough game this week. Yeah. I have the Texans defense okay. because of what the Jaguars just did mm-hmm. and to see if the Jaguars can actually keep it up or are we going to see that offense that's lackluster. So I got the Texans. Yeah. Um, Offense to watch, I got the Browns. I want to see what this offense can do against – this renewed vamp Broncos defense. Because you know the Browns defense is going to come up and show up, but is the offense going to show up? And can they kill the streak of the Broncos? (laughs) I have the Bills offense. Yeah. This Eagles team is beatable. Uh, It will either take a lot of skill or luck. Josh Allen has one of those. So we'll see. Yeah. It's going to be exciting to see because you never know which one you're going to get. Yeah. How does that sales offense? <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen is good. It's just he's so frustrating. It's and it's not talked about how frustrating he is. Right. I mean, it is some, but it should be more. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I love Josh Allen. I absolutely do, but I agree. It's fun to so, watch. Some of the plays he makes, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. But, but I will have to admit, when you have confidence like he does, you do dumb stuff. Yeah. I I understand that. So, it happens. It does. So, I'm going to throw a little wrench in here quick. Um, who? What game are you most excited to see? Hmm. Honestly, probably the Jags-Texans game. <laughs> Dang it! Dang it! Honestly, it's, it's probably that one. Um, I mean, clearly, the Cowboys game, too, but... Right. 
that like subtracting my team from this pick, it'd be that team. It'd be that game. Yeah. I thought we would have something different, but we don't. So <laughs> wasn't as exciting as I hoped. <laughs> well, you got you got to remember, we think kind of similar. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, that's all I got, man. It was yeah. a fun week of games. It was. Every week it's fun. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. This covers our recap, and then it'll be predictions for week 12. Um, again, available on following apps. We've got Apple, Google, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, go ahead and follow, you know, comment. Uh, if you have any questions or anything like that, you can reach out, to, uh, reach out to us on Twitter. We are pretty active on there. Um, feel free to you know, follow us on there, uh, interact with some of our posts. We post actively throughout the, the weekend of games. 